93.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Dino. By now, we know that uh, Betty White got close to being 100 years old. Close to being 100 years old. And her birthday was uh, three days ago. Would have been 100 years old. But in honor of that, Dano, can you kind of explain this? I guess she was an animal lover. And people kind of turned her birthday into a day of giving to help animals in distress. Basically? Yeah, she was, that was like her main thing was um, loving animals. Mm-hmm. And so what people did was they said, on in honor of Betty White's 100th birthday, give to your local shelters and stuff. This is local from News on 6. How much money was raised here? The Betty White Challenge is taking social media by storm as a way to honor her on what would have been her 100th birthday. Fans are honoring White's compassion for animals by donating to shelters across the country. We ended up yesterday with almost $7,000. Dang. That sounds like a good haul for one day, right? That does seem like a lot. 7000 bucks. That, that goes a long way, I would imagine. Animal Aid of Tulsa is a thrift store that sells small household items and uses the money raised to help pay vet bills for sick or abused animals. What'd they call you? Rose with the hairy legs. They say the donations from the Betty White Challenge will go a long way. We had no idea that people would be so generous. Sky Took Paws and Claws got nearly $10,000 in donations. Sand Springs Animal Welfare, nearly $700. Pet food and cash donations are also pouring in for the Humane Society of Tulsa, <laughs> which is also the case at other Green Country rescue groups like the Sepulpa Animal Shelter. We're always in constant need of food and blankets and kitty litter and things like that. Dang, so that went well. You know, I saw that and I go, yeah, people give a couple bucks, but they were raised at like 10000 one place, 7000 another place. That's really good. A lot Thank of money. God bless those people that work at those places, too, because, I mean, I've been to visit those places, you know, and it's so sad because there's one dog that's, like, a cute little puppy, and, you know, he's probably going to get picked up, but then you'll see, like, a seven-year-old dog whose owner died. People don't usually want a seven-year-old dog, and so you just think, is this dog ever going to get out of here? I would love to interview somebody that works in one of those places because, you know, there's also probably the dog that got taken home and then got brought back. Yeah, not, uh, probably around the holidays, because didn't we read that a lot of people, they'll get, like, their kids a dog for Christmas without thinking it through, and then, you know, it interrupts the household, and then they go, well, we got to bring this dog back. I bet you also, when you go to sleep at night, I bet you hear barking. Oh, right, because that's all you hear all day right. in that place. Well, those people are doing a good service, and thanks to anybody who donated in honor of Betty White. That was awesome. 98.5 The Bull in today's Hot Country. Carly Pierce tickets today at 7.40 this morning. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Good morning, Tig and Daniel Cold, 16 right now. And time for Did You See, brought to you by Daniel's dentist, Dr. Hugh McDougall at Hugh McDougall Dentistry. They said wind chill values today were going to get up to uh, zero. Hey, it's a good and day. I, I was laying in bed last night, and I could hear it whipping outside of my apartment complex. So if I could hear it whipping around in my courtyard... And that old creaky house you have, I bet it sounded like it was about to blow down. It, it? Was, uh, it was pretty loud over there last night. Doors, you know, it's one of those situations where if the front door is cracked and you open the back door, all the doors are slamming. I don't oh, know. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, you know surely you didn't have the door open last night and well, zero the dog degree out and stuff like that. Um, you know, leaving it cracked. Your so pipes freeze in. up? Not yet. No, he did the uh, leaving them trickling and, you know, I had sort of insulated the underside of the house. But, you know, it's not perfect. If it gets too cold... I don't think there's a whole lot you can do, but so far, so good. No, people sent you that thing you could put under there and plug up. Yeah, like a heater. For Some a, type of heater, yeah, yeah, like cattle heater or something. Something that you could use to Yeah, I see you researched it very well. You know, when all your pipes busting, you got to have 
$10,000 worth of plumbing done over there. Did you see that uh, we've had a couple car thefts in town? And, you know, even just the other night, I caught on security camera someone trying to get into our cars. They were locked. And um, one guy, I remember a few weeks ago, he, he saw this happening on a security camera, and he goes out with a gun and confronts the guy. And, and then after he did that, he said, you know, I probably shouldn't have done that because there's nothing in that truck that's worth my life or even the person's life that's breaking into the truck. You even ask others not to do it. Well, here's what happened the other night at an apartment complex. A guy and his girlfriend, they see somebody who they think is breaking into cars. They go out there and holler at him, and the, the guy who they think is breaking into cars takes off. Takes off. But the guy and the girlfriend who saw him decide to chase him. And uh, with tragic consequences, actually. Tulsa police say they responded to a shots fired at the Sandy Park Apartments a little after 1 this morning, then to a crash down the street. They got there, they found the victim uh, with gunshot wounds inside of a wrecked car. Police say they learned the victim and his girlfriend got into their car to chase after the person they thought was trying to break into cars when they encountered a group of people at the apartment. Officers say there was an argument and the suspect pulled a gun and fired shots hitting the victim. Police say the victim tried to drive himself to the hospital but lost control of the car, crashed, and later died at the hospital. Officers encourage everyone to think twice before taking matters into their own hands. It's best not to do that. You just don't know who is willing to do what to get away. And it's always best to call, call police. I know it sometimes it seems like it takes forever for an officer to respond, um, but you, you run across the wrong person at the wrong place at the wrong time of night, and it can be your life. Goodness. I wonder why the girlfriend didn't try to drive him to the hospital or insisted he take an ambulance i don't know i mean i guess the guy got shot wanted to get out of there quick and maybe he didn't understand the severity of his injuries but i imagine you know he crashed the car i don't know if that's because he was going at a high rate of speed and lost control or he started to lose consciousness mm -hmm. and crashed the car but like the guy who confronted a um a car thief earlier this week or last week he had second thoughts and said you know you never know what the guy out there has. He might have a gun on him. He might have a knife. He might have. He might be high on drugs. And so I think it's better. Like, if they came in your house, that's a different thing if your family's in there. But if they're just going through your car, I don't think I'd risk my life for that, you know? Mm -hmm. Although I'd have the urge to go out there and scream at them. Yeah, you, you know, temper gets the best of you sometimes. Yeah. Terrible story. Did you see that at the city council meeting in uh, Broken Arrow a couple of nights ago, I guess there's some opponents to this Bell's Amusement Park uh, that they're proposing they build out in Broken Arrow. Now, Tig and I weren't here for the original Bell's Amusement Park. We don't know how, you know, how people felt. If you want to call them, fill us in. You can, 918-879-9898. But they had uh, a comment portion of the meeting, and a bunch of people kind of got up in opposition and said, hey, we don't want it here. Uh, it'll bring crime to the area. We don't want it in our neighborhoods. Uh, Somebody said over 1,000 Broken Arrow uh, homeowners will be affected by this. Hmm. So I was thinking, you know, do, how, how would it affect you if you lived there? I guess it would be. It'd be a huge pain in the butt, wouldn't it? Oh, traffic. I mean, I live even uh, like two blocks from a quick trip. And, you know, people take the small streets to get over there. Like it became like a miniature highway, even though it's a tiny street. And mm -hmm. traffic patterns. And then, oh, my God, you know, I got to get home from work. And now it's going to take 20 more minutes. And. 
Uh, some people said it would increase crime, it would uh, destroy the wildlife in the area, and then some other people said, well, actually, your value, your property values will eventually go back up mm-hmm. as a result of it. But I don't know. That's a tough call. What do you do in there? What do you do in that situation? you got a 1,000 families that you'll be affecting. I don't know, man, because, I mean, look at everything that's ever been built has affected somebody, whether mm-hmm. it's a Target or a Super Walmart. You know, like in my small town of Fairhope, Alabama, Walmart decided they were going to put a Walmart in Fairhope. And Walmart, I mean, in Fairhope is like a tiny town, you know, the downtown area and the little post office and the the pharmacies are all local. And then the idea that a Walmart would come, people fought it tooth and nails. Like they were having like real estate signs, you know, vote no, vote no, vote no. But uh, Walmart is a multi-billion dollar corporation. And I think ultimately if they want to get it in your town, they will. And I'm not sure about Bells, but, I mean, I think they, they must have rights to build it, and then other people have rights to complain about it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Progress must be tough. I'm sure all the kids in the neighborhood are like, hey, hey, yeah, but go ahead and bring that Bells here. Yeah, and cut a hole in the fence so we can sneak in there at night. <laughs> also, did you see that Kroger has announced their food trends of 2022? That's where they try to predict the food trends. Doug, and I know you're a big foodie. Mm-hmm. And by that, I mean the only thing you eat is from Quick Trip and gas stations. Yes. Unami is going to be uh, the big emerging food trend. What is in, I have no idea what Unami is. I don't know if it's a liquid. I'm not sure what it is, but they say the Unami trend is exploding across new products. Next up, the big food trend for this year, everything. You know everything bagels? You ever had one of those? Mm-hmm. You have? I think so. That's where they put, like, all the... Yeah. All that. So that's going to be the big seasoning for 2022. Also, tequila... Is going to be a big savory tequila. They say will why, be. Why big just trend. tequila? I mean, there's all sorts of other liquors and alcohols. It's why a trend, man? I don't oh. know. Like I, when I went to uh, England once, I went to London a couple of years ago, and the trend then was uh, gin and tonics. Like oh. that was the, all the rage over there. Uh-huh. So this year it's going to be tequila. And also, I thought this would interest you. Throwback flavors, things like uh, mini pizza bagels are coming back. Yeah. Now you like the sound of that, don't you? Pretty good. Easy meal at a fair price. Fluffernutter ice cream. I have zero clue what a fluffernutter is. Is that marshmallows? I have no idea. That must be. That must not be something that's in the South. I've never heard of fluffernutter. Uh, also, corn dogs are coming back. Hey, I like that. See, all these things that you eat, Ty, private selection, all beef hot dogs, stuff like that. Yeah. This is very exciting to you, isn't it? They have the, uh, like, $1 Michelina pasta, you know. Oh, man. You know that stuff? It's like in a square carton. Uh, Single this serve. Is, and, and answer this honestly, Tyke. If you say you had 10 meals a week, mm-hmm. how many of those meals come from a gas station? Uh, At least a couple. Like, yeah. At least, at a least times. two? Yeah, at least two. And up to? Depending on if I'm in a rush, I, it could be half the time. I don't know. Up to five. Yeah. Ah, gosh. I got to get a stool sample and take it to a doctor. <laughs> oh, but it's God, just styrofoam and a, asbestos. <laughs> I can't imagine, man. <laughs> it's 98.5 The Bull. Carly Pierce tickets this morning at 740. Good morning. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. So... There's a, uh, what you call a dog kennel in town? And uh, they're not having a very good time right now. What's up? It's 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. It's called Paws on Pearl. I saw this story yesterday. I first saw it on Reddit. The website has a Tulsa page where, you know, people in Tulsa talk about what's going on, things like that. It hit Reddit, 
And then I saw all the news outlets who picked it up. So Paul's on Pearl, probably uh, not a very good day yesterday. What happened? Why are they in hot water? This is a place where, you know, like if you go out of town, you can uh, have them keep your dog for a few nights. They board your dog yeah. and they, they pride themselves on it being a, a kennel free. Like they're not going to put your dog in a smaller cage or whatever. Cage. The dogs are all out playing together all day long. And uh, it's fairly nice dog boarding area. Uh, and a video, a former employee released a video of a guy that used to work there. This video happened back in 2020. He's grabbing a, a dog out by its hind leg and kind of picking it up. Now, this is a pretty big dog. It's about a 40, 50-pound dog. Picking it up by its hind leg and walking out of the, uh, the like, main area. Like you would a trash bag carrying it to the trash can. Right. He grabbed the back legs and carried it like that. The guy clearly mishandling the dog. There's no, no excuse for that. There's no doubt about it. Uh, but then, you know, this story kind of hits home with us. Everybody was outraged. I didn't like it either. But your dog, you board your dog at Paul's on Pearl. Have before, yeah. Have before, yeah, over the holidays, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I guess my question to you would be, do you take your dog back to Paul's on Pearl? They did an interview with the owner. The owner said uh, the guy that did that doesn't work here anymore. He was retrained, reprimanded and retrained, but, you know, he doesn't work there anymore for a different circumstance. And the guy, the owner said, look, this has been one of the, if not the worst day of my life. Because, mm -hmm. you know, when something hits Facebook or Reddit or anything on the Internet, it's a, it's a bad few days for you. Yeah. Well, I saw the interview with the owner. You know, the news teams went over there and they were able to get interviews. And the guy, you know, I think he was genuinely distressed like everybody else was and embarrassed because he's like, look, this has been my whole life pretty much for the last so-and-so years. And he seemed like, I wouldn't say on the verge of tears, but he seemed pretty emotional about it. And I don't think he was putting on just to save face. I think the guy was genuinely crushed that one of his employees treated a dog like that. And so to your question, would I take my dog back there? Yeah, I would. And the reason I would is because that is probably now going to be one of the safest kennels in all of Tulsa because they know the spotlight's on them. And they know this um, this info is out there about them. And maybe it takes something like this where, you know, they like if, okay, like a health score at a restaurant, right? You get a bad health score. And I bet that place is the cleanest place in the world the next time that inspector runs through there. You're saying that the, the moments after somebody gets in trouble or the... They get... They, they, they're they their best it. behavior. That's what I think. Now, I could be totally wrong, but I wouldn't have a problem going back over there. Uh, you're pretty smart when it comes to, uh, I guess, like thinking about things like that. Should they have fired that guy on the spot that was mishandling the dogs? To me, it looked like a fireable offense without question. Totally. Mis I mean, I would never do that with my own dog. I mean, that would mm -hmm. be that would be totally ridiculous. Um, but I don't know the internals of what was going on. But uh, just if you watch the video, that's a fireable offense, I think, on the spot. No retraining. Yeah, that would have been a lot better if he would have been able in that interview be like, hey, uh, yeah, we fired that guy right away. Yep. So I don't know, man. I'm just kind of like, is he, is he crushed because they got caught? Or is he crushed that it happened? I think he w he loves animals, and he was uh, it hurt his heart to see an animal treated badly. That's the, what I got from it. But why not fire the guy on the spot then? Don't know. Maybe the guy has such a good heart or something to a to a fault. The owner has yeah. such a good heart. Maybe I don't know. You know, I had taken my dog over there once, and you have to do like an audition. Yes. And uh, I, my dog's name is Fenton, and I took him over there, and uh, he stayed there half a day. And I went and picked him up. They the the people in there, and I know that they do 
you know, must do a good job over there because they said, uh, you know, Fenton was was great and everything, but he's not going to be able to stay here because he's a little too humpy. He's mounting other dogs. Mounting other dogs. Mm -hmm. And first of all, I looked at Fenton. I was like, my man. <laughs> Gave him a little fist bump. But, you know, they, they, they do have some standards over there in which they wouldn't let yeah, they my don't dog let... stay over there because of the mounting situation. Yeah, they don't take your money just because. I mean, they, they have rules by which you must follow, and mm. they you aren't even accepted into the program. I know. My dog, uh, too excited to stay at the place where they hurt dogs. One time isolated incident. <laughs> How about that? that about, if, if the video was taken in 2020, so some employee had that and sat on it for a year. Mm -hmm. What do you make of that? A former employee. Former employee may have, uh, maybe that was like their secret weapon. If, if they fire me, you know, I'm going to release this video and get them back. You know, I don't know. Well, maybe the person that held onto the video for a year, you know, they held some responsibility if dogs are getting mistreated over there. Yeah, because they didn't, uh, well, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, it's what still a profound I still, statement. I st well, what I was saying is the, the owner was already aware of that video, I think, because they reprimanded the guy. They knew it happened. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. So I'm, they didn't hold on to it and then, like, surprise the owner. The owner already knew it happened. I wouldn't want to do any job that involved me trying to take care of somebody's kids or their pets because people, you know, lose their mind over that kind of yep, stuff. very sensitive. He said he'd been getting a few calls, people calling and saying, I'm not taking my animal back there, but... As you say, now you feel like they're going to be on their best behavior. I think they're going to, yeah, they're going to be uh, one of the best in town now. It's 98.5 The Bull, Carly Pierce at 740 with Ty and Daniel. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. Carly Pierce tickets are uh, free at 740 this morning on 98.5 The Bull. Good morning, Tig and Daniel. We all uh, live in some type of home, and you have to clean that home unless you want people to think you're a squatter. And we were talking about what is that chore that you just hate to do? Like, I think everybody's got that one thing that you almost put off and put off because you hate it. Like, I don't mind mopping. I don't mind cleaning baseboards. I don't mind washing down the kitchen counters and the, the dining room table. But the one thing that I just almost can't do, there's like something almost wrong with me, is unloading and loading the dishwasher. And I know that's pathetic because... It's better than having to wash things by hand. But I don't know what it is about a dishwasher. And I think it has to do with um, the organization of it. Like, you know, you pull out a bowl, that goes one place in the kitchen. You pull out a spoon, that goes in another place of the kitchen. And it just takes a while. And then the stuff that's in the sink is disgusting. It's full of cold, soapy water. And then you got to load that up. I don't know what it is, but I hate that part of the, the chores. I think some people could probably relate to that, Tig, because... My sister gets mad at my brother-in-law about the way he loads the dishwasher. And at first, I thought she was being ridiculous. Then she sent me a picture. The guy had put a whole Fry Daddy, which is an electronic, you know, appliance, had put that in the dishwasher. <laughs> I don't know what he was thinking if he was just trying to get a rise out of her. But, yeah, the dishwasher is a huge... It is a big one. A huge point of condition. Uh, and, and men and women are never going to get along on this. I'm a dude. I can't help but think it doesn't really matter how you put the stuff in there. And another thing is that we, me and my wife, disagree on when to run it. I like to run it when it's full to the brim. Mm. She'll run it when it's, like, daintily decorated with dishes. I'm like, we're wasting a bunch of water. Well, maybe I'm, half, maybe I'm half lady because I'll run it if it's just forks and spoons. That's wasting some money and energy right there, buddy. What is it wasting it on? You're spending electricity and water. I have dishes. They're clean when it's done. 
Just, but you could do it all in one load instead of doing five tiny loads, right? I feel like if you overload it, though, the gun, it's not going to get clean. So we wanted to know from you, what is that household chore that is just like the number? It's your... You hate it. You hate it with a passion. It's the bane of your existence, this one chore. 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. You're in the house, kind of survey in the house, got to clean some stuff up, but what is that one thing that you just dread doing? I got one for you, Ty. Yeah. Like cleaning that oven with that easy off oven poison you spray in there and it's so strong and then you, you gotta wait it's just a then you gotta like bend over that's pretty bad and at my age i can't be bending over and grunting and <laughs> sweating like a pig trying to yeah. clean out that oven i'm gonna say oven for me is the bane of my existence because that takes hours unloading the dishwasher takes seconds it, that's the thing it's like why does the dishwasher drive me crazy and it only takes like 10 minutes you know if i get on it hey good morning ty and daniel who's this Good morning. This is Dylan. What's the chore you just can't stand, Dylan? Folding laundry. I don't mind washing or drying it. It's just folding. You're not, I can't stand. You're not really doing the laundry unless you fold it, too. Like, you can't say I pressed start <laughs> twice and you did the laundry. <laughs> but it's always yes, nice when it's the, mom says. the towel load is the easy one. Yes, it is. You know Although what? I tend to use them. Right as they come out of the dryer. I know. You know what would be a great business, Tig, is if somebody that doesn't mind folding clothes, you just like, hey, drop these off at my house. I'll fold them. Give me five bucks. Pretty good. Would you pay $5 per load to, oh, of course. to have them folded up? Yeah. And that's you, a, when that's you, a good deal. You had a little baby, Tig. How was it with when you had little tiny baby clothes? Oh, my that, God. That's got to be the worst to fold, right? The baby socks. You can't find the matches, too. I mean, a total disaster when you have a baby around. So, uh, hey, thanks for the call, brother. My pleasure. Yeah, and uh, we wanted to know from the rest of you guys, what is that chore, that household chore that you just cannot stand? You don't mind other things. Like, mopping to me is no big deal. I'm not a yeah. fan of the mopping. Cleaning the worst clutter, thing. folding blankets, no big deal. Dishwasher, hate it. How about cleaning that refrigerator? Not my favorite, but uh, better than dishwasher. I propose to you, Tig, because you guys are the kind of people whose refrigerator is chock full. Mm-hmm. It would take you at least an hour to take everything out of it. No, I just, no. You just throw it away? I bring the trash can over. <laughs> just start wheel going it. crazy. Will the trash can in there and do it? Yeah. 918-879-9898. What is the chore you just cannot stand doing? 85 The Bull. Today's Hot Country. Carly Pierce at 740 this morning. We're taking your calls on. What is that household chore you just can't stand doing? You might end up doing it, but it's one of those ones you're like, oh my God, not this again. It's the bane of your existence. Maybe put it off longer than you should. 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. We'd love to hear from you this morning on uh, what's that household chore you just cannot stand. Hey, who is this? Mike. Mike, you know, Mike, I, I recognize him. He he has seven kids, and we're talking this morning about what's the chore you just hate doing at your house. There's other stuff you, you're fine with, but, Mike, what is that chore you hate doing? Honest with you, there's nothing of it that I'm fine with. I mean, you got seven kids in the house, you can clean it five minutes later. So it's like a constant, constant, constant. Me and my wife clean, 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 and it's like dirty, 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 dirty. <laughs> why don't you get those seven kids in there Kitchen, cleaning up? Bathroom, clothes. Why don't you make that army well, of children they, do it? Well, they try to help, and then it's just like they tear it right back up. So it's like a never ending battle. I've tried to get my six-year-old to help, and it's almost easier if I just ask him to stay out of the way, too. Right, exactly. It's like I can so get it done. We have a two-year-old that follows right behind us and pulls everything right back out. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's like you're Never getting nowhere. 
exactly. So. Seven kids, man. I bet that house, even if it was pristine on one day, I bet the next day it looks like a war zone in there. Well, we can send the kids off to like on Thursday nights. Usually they go to church, like youth, like youth church and stuff like that. And so we all, you know, me, me and the wife will get together and we clean the house up. And then by like Friday morning, by, by the time, you know, we get up and go to work, it's like total disaster. Mike, what do you do when they cancel school? I go to work. I know, but I'm saying, uh, are some of the kids old enough to keep the other children? Like, how old are uh, the kids' ages yeah. range from what to what? 17 to 2. Okay, good. So the 17-year-old can then watch over all the other kids. You don't have to hire hog nannies yeah, and stuff, the, do you? The two youngest are uh, 8 and 2, so everybody else is 13 and older. So they're kind of like, you know, big brother, big sister. And uh, so, you know, we have grandma that's right around the corner and uncles and stuff like that are right around the corner. So if they got to come over and check on them, they can. You have a uh, you have a two year old and a 17 year old. So there's 15 years apart. Did y'all plan on a two year old? Well, the, the two year old is my wife and ours oh, together. I see. And then she had four kids previous and I had two kids previous. So a mixed family. So they're all in the house. Yeah. Yeah, it's all in the Time now for Carly Pierce tickets, man. This is uh, Live Live Hard Rock Hotel and Casino. Daniel, and what are we going to play today for these tickets? Uh, just going to be some random trivia, Tug. Random trivia. So, That's in other right. words, you didn't try today. You know, I'm tired of you criticizing my contest. We have to do one of these every single day. You're so lucky that you don't have to try to come up with a trivia game every day. How would you even begin? I'd go to the internet and find trivia questions. Okay, that's exactly what I've done. So shut that yapper of yours. Taking caller number nine for Carly Pierce. Let's see. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Hey, good morning. Who's this? Thelma. Thelma? Yep. You on speakerphone or something? I can barely hear you. Yeah. Speakerphone. Uh, if it's safe, could you hop off that? Yep. Uh, first of go. all, Thelma, that's way better. Uh, do you hear Ty criticizing my contest today? I did. Uh, don't you feel like that uh, one of the high points of the show is the contest every day that everybody enjoys the quiz? Yes, well, I do. Would you tell Tyg that? Tyg, we enjoy the quizzes. He could do better, though. Say, Tyg, <laughs> shove it, old man. Uh, shove it, old man. There Hang you on. go. You heard it. All right. How do I disconnect the call? <laughs> oh. I got some uh, trivia questions here. Some of them I'll let them be multiple choice because they're pretty tricky. Uh, Ty can help you if you want. If you want his help, you can just say, hey, uh, help me out here, Ty. First up, who okay. holds the title for best-selling album of all time? Is it the Eagles? Is it Whitney Houston? Is it Michael Jackson? Or is it the Bee Gees? The best-selling oh. album of all time. Uh, the Eagles. Tag, do you concur with this? I, I kind of don't, but I, I, I don't because Michael Jackson. Well, hold on, I haven't said you're wrong. I'm asking Tag if he concurs. Oh. To me, Michael Jackson was one of the most famous people to ever draw breath ever. Mm -hmm. And in his heyday, he was there was no nobody bigger, and he released an album called Thriller. And so that would be my yeah. vote. I don't know that for sure, but that would be the way I would go. Now, you make your own decision. Oh, God. It was a hard one. I was thinking between those two. Don't let him talk uh, you out of it. I asked this guy what he thinks, and he's like Mark Twain, and he muses on it for 20 minutes, like Matt Penfield on M MTV years ago. For a number of years, it was Michael Jackson's Thriller, but then the okay. Eagles, their greatest hits, passed the... So she got it. She was right. There you go. Oh, yes. 
All right, up next, if you have this blood type, you can donate universally. Which one is it? Is it A? Is it B? Is it AB? Or is it O? The universal blood type, which one is it? O. Tag, do you concur? I think now, that's let, right. Let's hear a lengthy story about your childhood. Well, <laughs> when I was a boy, uh, I think it's O. It is O. O is correct. Oh. You're doing pretty good so far, Thelma. An animal that All eats right. both meats and plants is known as what? An animal that eats both meat and plants is known as what? That would be us, right? I would say so, yeah. Uh, I think I think I know the answer. Carnivore? Carnivore would just be Thanks. meat, right? Correct. Hmm. There's so carnivore, there's, there's herbivore. I'm going to throw out what I think it is. You make your own decision, Thelma, but omnivore? Omnivore. That sounds right. Omnivore is a correct. Thelma, the artwork yes. known as Mona Lisa was painted by which artist? Is it oh, God. Pablo Picasso? Picasso, excuse me. Pablo, Pablo Picasso. Michelangelo, Vincent Van Gogh, or Leonardo da Vinci? Oh. Who painted, who painted the Mona Lisa? She says Picasso. Picasso? Ty, I, do you see, concur? I don't think it's Picasso because he did like, wasn't he more abstract or just kind of weird stuff? You think I know stuff? something about arts? I don't think it was him. <laughs> mm. Tyke disagrees with you on that one, but you don't have to change your mind. You know, he, 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 he led you astray earlier. Is he doing the same thing again? Yeah. I think, uh, it's, uh, I think it's Michelangelo. I, That's the way I would vote, but uh, you make your own decision. Goodness. Um, I'm I mean, no, excuse me. Excuse me. I, I think it's Da Vinci, I mean. Da Vinci. Da Vinci? Tyke, oh, well, that's if, a good one. What's that show, $5,000 Pyramid? I would not want you to be on it with me. <laughs> <laughs> Final answer, I'll please. Stick I'll stick with Picasso. I'll stick with You'd be wrong. It is Leonardo da Vinci. Uh, oh. All right, here's the one with math. So I had the right answer okay. sheet. How many, <laughs> how many dots are on a pair of dice? You've got two dice. Ooh. How many dots are on a pair of dice? Is on it, a pair of dice. Yes. Is it 21? Is it 40? Is it 42 or is it 56? Forty-two? I think it's uh I think it's twenty-one. On just, you mean a pair or when you say a pair, do you mean one die or you mean two of them? Do you know what the word pair means? Alright, so she would <laughs> then I would go with forty-two with her. Yep. That I'll is correct. That is correct. I've attached my career to this guy that doesn't know what the word pair means. But you say a pair of scissors, there's one scissor. Think about it. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. Don't agree. What are you agreeing with him for? Yeah, yeah. No. That's a good point. Oh, he's, I say he's a pair of me dice. That's, no, he's not. He's messing you up. Like, how is it a pair of scissors? <laughs> it's one scissor. In Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, what did the dwarves do for work? They were coal miners or gold miners. They were miners. miners. They were miners. There you go. 
Should we do one more? Is that it? I like it. Go. Uh, what is the term for a fictional work that's shorter than a novel but longer than a short story? Term for a fictional work that's shorter than a novel but longer than a short story. Is it play? Is it narrative? Is it novella? Or is it epilogue? Oh, a narrative? Tag, do you concur with this? I, I think novella. Novella. So up to you. Final answer. I'll go with Tig. Hey, novella. There you go. You were correct. She almost uh, batted a thousand. Almost, she only got almost, one. She <laughs> almost got the proposal, but not not quite. If Daniel would have asked for your oh. hand in marriage, would you have said yes or no? Uh, I'd have to say no. I got a lot of baggage. Got a bunch of kids and a boyfriend, so. Oh, yeah. sorry. She's not depressed about her life. He's like, uh. How many kids you got? Five. Oh, boy. Whoa. Well, you need a night yeah. out, and uh, you got it. What are they? All right. What are their age uh, ages range? Uh, three to fifteen. That's unbelievable. I don't but know how you a, do that. In some ways, that's good yeah. though, because then the fifteen-year-old can look after the three-year-old, right? Uh, it might be more like the three-year-old watches the fifteen-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> What's the fifteen-year-old into a now? Teenager. Va- she doing a little bit of vaping. Uh, I don't know about that. But oh, she's I'm, probably not then. <laughs> yeah, she's definitely not vaping. <laughs> Boy, they, well, all, they all love it. They she's love not the vape. supposed to be. Yeah. Well, they, well, listen, vape isn't for children, and uh, I know for sure no. because I tried the Captain Crunch flavored vape the other day, and it was no good. <laughs> it's not for kids. They're not marketing towards children. No, no, no. no. no not a, but the SpongeBob yeah. banana, pretty good. Fruit Loops flavor? Yeah. <laughs> it's not for children, though. Not for children. Yeah. No. But look at you go. You're going to go Carly Pierce, and it sounds like you would love a night out. Get out of the house, and you've got those tickets. And we're back tomorrow, 740, with more tickets to see Carly Pierce right here. We are Tig and Daniel. This is 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. Daniel, we're always giving away stuff on 98.5 The Bull, like we're back tomorrow. Carly Pierce at 740. But, uh, Daniel, I was feeling sorry for you. You never get to win anything because you work here, but today I'm going to bend the rules a little bit. Uh, Daniel, congratulations. You are up for, uh, get this, a Tiger Daniel can ham if you get through this. I already already, already have those. You'll have another one. (laughs) Come on, man. Celebrate the entire collection. (laughs) So there's these people, and they take songs that have been popular throughout history, but they... They do medieval versions of the songs. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to play the medieval version of the song that, and you know these songs. These are very famous throughout history. And you try to identify which song they've redone, redone to like a medieval version of it. Uh, Tig's face is lit up. He absolutely loves this game. Can you just tell me why you love it so much? I don't know, because in a way, the medieval version almost sounds better than the uh, new versions to me. You think you're, you're, you're born in the wrong time, you think? Yes, you think I should have been, been born in the wrong time. A knight. A knight? Yes. <laughs> okay, here we go. So here's the deal. I'm going to play a clip from the medieval version of songs we all should know, and you tell me what it is. You ready for this one? Yes, please. All right, first song.
that sounds to me, um, I know it's an Eminem song. I don't remember which particular one, but it actually sounds like the other version of it. It's similar, actually. Uh, that is called, and I'll give you credit for that one, Eminem, the, uh, the Real Slim Shady. The Real Slim Shady, yes. You better be careful playing this. All right, so I'll give you a, a ding on that one. You know, how you old that is one that? How, lo- how old is the real Slim Shady now? Because it's 20 seems years like, old. <laughs> seems I'm like not a kidding. very long song. Yes. Yeah. All right, now here's another one. Medieval version of a song. It's very popular in a movie. Probably that's where it got most famous for a while. Here we go. This reminds me of that Saturday Night Live skit where the two brothers would dance and do their heads a certain way. Is is it Baby Don't Hurt Me? Oh, no. What is Love? What is Love is the right answer. Do you know the band at all? No, not at all. I just know from that Saturday Night Live skit and they did a a movie. It's a band called Hadaway. Hadaway. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. I'll give you a ding on that. That feels like a good house cleaning song. Like if you're cleaning up the house, just ask your smart speaker to play that. It's got a little tempo to it. But I'm telling you, here's how dumb I am. If I heard this song while cleaning the house, I'd be doing that head bob thing the whole time. Would you? Yeah. It's almost like you can't. You're a cringy dork, buddy. Okay. (laughs) He says, okay. This is another song that I think got very famous from a movie, but on his own right, too. I think it was popular. Here you go. Medieval version of it. Oh, it's so familiar. Hang on a second. Just Paradise by Coolio. That's right. That was from the movie uh, Dangerous Minds. We were talking about that just the other day. Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer, that's right. Taught at a school with troubled children who were uh, in gangs. Mm -hmm. And then she would ask them questions about Shakespeare. And if they got it right, she'd throw them like a Kit Kat or a Butterfinger. And then the the kids stopped being in gangs. Because of the candy. On account of the confections she'd pass out. Yeah. All right, so I'll yeah. dig you on that one. That was I, good. I hate to say this. I almost like Weird Al Yankovic's version, the Amish, Amish Paradise. Paradise. Yeah. And, you know, Weird Al's coming to Tulsa in June. That's going to be so fun. Yeah. Uh, next one.
it familiar at all? Familiar, but I can't quite put my finger on it. You're not going to miss one, are you? Oh, uh... All I know is the... Made famous by the uh, wedding singer, I think is what movie I remember it from with Adam Sandler's. It's right round. Uh, I'll give you, you spin me round. Remember that yeah, song? Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, because it was in The Wedding Singer. Uh huh. He did make a hit. Huh? All right, I'll give you that. I don't think that's a very popular song, though. A lot of people know the song, Don't, I'll Fight You. Okay? Here we go. Well, you're getting some pretty obscure stuff. That's crazy. feel like it's easy that's uh toto by africa yeah no great. it's africa by toto that is correct i'll give you that one here we go last one and if you get through this daniel you get a tiger daniel can't hail oh boy i can't wait mm-hmm. and uh maybe some uh, tiger daniel jelly from uh, griffin foods throw that in there for you Final one. Medieval version. Look at you go. I think these are obscure songs, though, Ty. How is they obscure? Okay, anybody 50 or older, that was a very easy quiz, but all the young people have uh, put Spotify back on. They're listening to Joe Rogan. (laughs) Well, Daniel, congratulations. Uh, You are now the proud owner of a Tiger Daniel Canham and also. Tiger Daniel Jelly from Griffin Foods. That's what I like on a super cold day is a congealed ham that's been in a can for a couple of years. Well, now that you've got so many hams in your possession, as a thank you to uh, Dr. Hugh McDougall, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like a tip. You know, he does a good job in your teeth. You leave him a canned ham. Yeah, last time I was in the old dentist chair, he's like, hey, buddy, you been eating a bunch of ham? Canned ham? I was like, yeah, I have. He's like, yeah. And jelly? Yeah. Uh, Dr. Hugh McDougall is a great dentist. Uh, today's freezing. Today would be a great day to go to the dentist. Had you made an appointment, this would have been some good information to suggest last week when we knew this Arctic front was coming. But you get you need to take care of your teeth because if you don't, you're going to face a lot of trouble down the road. And the reason a lot of people don't go to the dentist, I guess, because the dentist hurt them once or scared them and they haven't gone back in 10 years. Yeah. Some people hate going to the dentist on account of that. Dr. Hugh McDougall is a way to erase that fear, erase that pain, that stress, because whenever he performs cleanings or 
builds cavities, things like that. He takes great care not to hurt you and not to scare you, and more importantly, not to hurt or scare your children. So they don't have to grow up being afraid of the dentist. The guy is just a godsend. He whitens teeth. He straightens teeth. He can even give you fake teeth if you need them. It's Dr. Hugh McDougall. Just Google McDougall. That's M-C-D-O-U-G-A-L-L-D-D-S dot